Hey, this is Coach Freddie here, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and welcome to the I Have for Evolution, where we'll be discussing the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profit. Conversations about the history, legalization, farming, harvesting, processing, building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp revolution? Hey, this is Coach Freddie, and I'm speaking today with Mike Bowman, and we're going to be talking about the CHEMP program. It stands for Colorado Hemp Advancement Management Plan. How you doing, Mike? Well, good morning, Coach. Doing well, and always great to talk to you. Yeah, we haven't talked for a while. We've been missing each other. But uh, what we want to talk to you about is the new program here for Colorado. Can you explain maybe a little bit about yourself first and how you got involved with the hemp? I know you've been uh, in way back in 2012 helping the uh, uh, movement in Colorado there. So tell us a little bit about sure. your background and, and how you got involved with hemp. Well, great. Uh, well, I'm a fifth-generation Coloradan. Our family has a farming and ranching operation uh, east of Denver, uh, on the right on the Kansas-Nebraska border, the Colorado side. And so I grew up on uh, on that operation and spent a good deal of my time uh, as an adult uh, in the early adult years uh, there. Uh, always very interested in new crops and, and in particular environmental and sustainability and conservation uh, issues around uh, rural, you know, rural development and and uh, just making things better at home. And so my, my hemp journey actually goes all the way back to 2001, uh, when at that time I was doing a lot of work with Alan Sabri in, in Zimbabwe on his uh, on uh, grazing management programs and building soil carbon through uh, you know, through managed grazing. I had uh, grown up on our family's ranch and was always you know, very interested in, uh, in, in that conservation angle. And it was around a campfire one night uh, with some Australians who were talking about this uh, forced migration in India from hemp to GMO cotton uh, that the government had uh, instituted uh, that caught my attention. I, you know, we were in Colorado, we were far enough west uh, that hemp was never grown before the 37 Tax Act was put in place and and, and such. So it wasn't a crop that was other than uh, some of the feral hemp that would end up in our bottom land that came with the with the geese that flew over. Uh, it wasn't <laughs> a crop. So <laughs> I I got interested in it you know initially really over a social justice issue um, and what was happening to the uh, Indian farmers, uh, which has been a you know, a tragedy in in, in many ways and what's happened in that transition and the number of farmer suicides that have come about because of that. Uh, so it yeah. wasn't until, you know, I started learning about the plant and, and then understanding, you know, what it, what it could do uh, that I got uh, keenly interested in it. Our, our farm is over the Ogallala aquifer. And, and of course we like thousands of other farmers from North Dakota to Texas uh, grow a lot of corn and, um, you know, high consumptive use crops, uh, but in particular corn and things like alfalfa. Uh, and we've been mining that, uh, that aquifer uh, for decades and, uh, and, and watching it slip away from us. And so I, my, my interest was what other crops are out there that uh, would use less water, that could, that could create jobs, were more environmentally benign. And, of course, I was able to start 
checking off all of the the boxes uh, on that uh, as I as I learned more about the plant. So I became uh, slightly obsessed uh, with that. Uh, sort of working with uh, then Deputy Commissioner of Agriculture Sheldon Jones um, way back in you know 2006, uh, looking for ways to you know, create some support within the Colorado Department of Agriculture and. Uh, we we did finally uh, you know, find that kind of that magic moment. Uh, I think you know, you know Linda Parker uh, from Denver, mm -hmm. uh, a fabulous yep. lady. Uh, Linda and I kind of married up, and uh, we were introduced through the Department of Ag uh, staff and uh, did a lot of education, you know, in Colorado from 2006 to 2010. Uh, we were really blessed with the you know, having some great friends at the Canadian Consulate in Denver and. Once a quarter, they'd open up their boardroom for us, and we could bring anybody in and and uh, give our little, uh, you know, give a little education show. And they would beam in people from Canada, from Health Canada, to answer questions. And so it was a really wonderful way to to do a lot of education uh, around the plant. Uh, we then got to 2010 and uh, was able to go to the legislature and get a resolution uh, through the through our through our joint legislature, the House and Senate, which was unanimous. Uh, with Republican and Democrat co-sponsors uh, calling for the reintroduction of of hemp uh, into agriculture, and and uh, the next year, then 2011, we did a small phytoremediation bill um, that was uh, was focused on uh, the burnt forest lands that we'd had that summer before, with CSU taking the lead, and the legislature was very uh, supportive of that. And then, of course, in 2012, uh, you know, Amendment 64 passed, and the 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 horse left the barn. Uh, so yeah. we were, yeah, you know, really excited about that. Uh, 2013, we formed the National Hemp Association, which I was the founding board chair uh, at the time. Uh, Ryan Laughlin planted his first crop in 2013, uh, also the same year uh, that I wrote uh, Section 7606 and took it to then Congressman Polis. And uh, we were able to get you know that language in the in the 2014 Farm Bill, and the the rest is history. Fast forward to 2018. Uh, we had 75,000 acres of hemp in the U.S. last year registered, and we're probably going to have somewhere between two and 300,000 this year, um, implementing the new plans and, and, you know, really starting a new era. So that's, that's, my, that's my journey in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I joined the, the, uh, the movement in 2014 also there, so um, in Colorado, so... I'm very familiar with the journey since then, but uh, so so let's talk about this new uh, Champ uh, program here that you have in Colorado. And how did that start? Well, it, it started, Coach, with uh, with really the leadership of our of our our governor. Um, you know, uh, uh, Jared Polis was elected our governor last fall. Uh, in his inaugural address, the second paragraph of his uh, inaugural address to the to the state last this past January, he announced that he intended uh, to, uh, to help, you know, create and further the ecosystem we've already uh, developed in Colorado to keep us as, a, as the number one state in hemp. And uh, through that, we had uh, you know, some legislative proposals that, that, are, that are continuing to underpin, uh, you know, the, the successes we've had in Colorado. And one of those being the formation of CHAMP, as you mentioned at the beginning of this, uh, the Colorado's uh, Hemp Advancement and Management Plan. Uh, it will serve a couple of purposes. It's, it's really a blueprint for how do we stay, at, you know, how do we set the pace, continue to set the pace and find new, you know, all of the new uh, uh, 
opportunities and, and product development uh, in our state with the collection of our farmers who now have uh, their sixth crop in the ground, uh, our research institutions and land-grant universities and private interests, and everybody that's really come together to create this really special place in Colorado. You know, how do we make the, how do we create that blueprint to take it up a notch? And so we uh, we we began that process two weeks ago. Uh, there's eight subcommittees, okay. uh, each focusing on a you know a different part of of the uh, the value chain and the supply chain and standards and such uh, that will go through this fall, uh, and, and w- which will at that point have a state management plan. Uh, that we will submit to USDA, and we'll have a, a Colorado blueprint for, uh, you know, how we continue to to uh, exert our leadership in this space, and you know, and, and create, and ultimately just create new and exciting opportunities for both our rural communities and uh, consumers that'll have better products. Okay, and so can uh, individual farmers or other people get involved? What do, what can they do to help out? Well, the, the the champ process was a selection process through uh, through the governor's office and the Department of Agriculture. So there is a uh, there was a you, know, you were anybody could apply to be on it. Uh, there was a okay. selection process. They obviously they couldn't have you know the, we have a lot of people in Colorado interested in this, and uh, uh, so there you know there was a limit to the. I think there's a hundred and I think in the eight in the eight committees there's about a hundred and seventy three of us. I believe you oh, know, okay. scattered out amongst those, and a lot of us are on more than one uh, one one subcommittee. Uh, so okay. um, you know, through that, you know, through that, uh, based on our experience and and you know, and our history and what we've done, we're selected for you know these different areas where we might ha- where we might have a particular specialty. Uh, so it's going well. Uh, uh, you know, our Department of Ag is uh, like many Department of Ags across the country of been very supportive of the new crop, and we're no we're uh, we're no exception to that. Uh, I've got a great group at our Department of Ag that are managing the process, and uh, and then we'll go back with some um, uh, likely recommendations for new things for the legislature to consider in the next session. Uh, in addition to having the the roadmap, uh, you know, for you know, what we do next. What are you involved in personally yourself with Champ? What are you uh, your focus? I'm on my sub, my two subcommittees are uh, research and development and, and kind of seed and, you know seed development. So there'll be a focus there on the certification process um, and then the R and D possibilities there. And the second one, uh, which which is a second tier, though it won't start for another month, I guess, uh, is the processing side. So as we look at you know, standards and uh, yeah, processes and, and technologies, uh, those will be my two areas of focus. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of talk all over the country about seed uh, certification. Uh, can you elaborate on that a little bit, uh, Mike? Well, you know, we're, we, we're, as we're growing and we're going to be maturing as an industry, there's going to be a need for, you know, how do we protect IP and how do we create new, uh, you, know, you know, new new cultivars and new strains, and right. and uh, and and have strains that are going to uh, you know not not go hot on us and be developed kind of sort of regionally appropriate and and whether they're for oil or whether they're for CBD. So um, you know that's and that's uh, we've discovered you know, they, you know that's a very complicated process. Now farmers are used to purchasing certified seed. Uh, we do it in in you know on nearly every other every other crop we have. 
Uh, so okay. there is a, you know, it's very, so this, this will mature into a, a, something very similar to what we have, um, uh, you know, in the, in the other industries as well and the development of these okay. new strains. Yeah, I can see this uh, going in, in other states using uh, Colorado as a kind of a template. Mm-hmm. Well, we hope so. We, you know, we tend to, you know, we've got a lot of, you know, and we're not an anomaly. I'm, 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 a, I'm a Colorado cheerleader because that's home, but, uh, you know, there's a lot of, you know, there, there, there's so much, uh, you know, capacity, uh, good people, smart people, you know, in this industry, you know, across all 50 states that uh, right. uh, we're all pulling the same direction, but uh, we, uh, we we clearly like to toot Colorado's horn when we can. <laughs> Actually, now I'm based out of uh, Colorado myself for the last two years. I uh, call that uh, my home base right now since I yeah. left the Virgin Islands, and so um, yeah, I enjoy going back there and during the winter time, as you know, I'm traveling during the summertime all over the right. country. So, you know, like you, is, is there anything in particular that you want to add? Well, I think, you know, we're, we'll, we're, we're going to be, um, uh, you know, anxious to have the, the final report uh, you created, which is, is going to be that collection of, of all eight of these subcommittees. Uh, so that isn't going to happen until, you know, closer to fall, you know, closer to the end of the year, uh, when okay. we submit our plan. And so, uh, you know, being just, I'm just involved in two of the eight. So um, mm-hmm. just, just have a kind of a, you know, broad idea of what's going on in the other ones and some really okay. great people in there. So uh, we'll look forward to that, you know, the release of that report and uh, some recommendations and, you know, and what we do next. Um, so I don't want to presuppose anything other than I, I know it'll be a fabulous, <laughs> it'll be a, it'll be a, it'll be a fabulous document. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, great, great. <laughs> Uh, well, Mike, uh, I want to thank you for being a guest on the iHemp Revolution podcast, and sure. uh, good luck in everything that you do. Well, thank you, and thanks for check- for reaching out, and always good to talk to you, Coach. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in today, and make sure that you subscribe to the iHemp Revolution podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Give us a review and follow us on facebook.com forward slash iHempRevolution. Like us and then tell your friends. Help us spread the word about how using industrial hemp can benefit people, heal the planet, and provide long-term profit. This is your host, Coach Freddie, inspiring people to do things that inspire them. And thanks for joining the iHempRevolution. Revolution.